Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Second Kings 4, 1 through 37. The widow's oil. Now a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves. Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? And she said, Your maidservant has nothing in the house except a jar of oil. Then he said, Go borrow vessels at large for yourself from all your neighbors, even empty vessels. Do not get a few, and you shall go in and shut the door behind you and your sons and pour out into all these vessels, and you shall set aside what is full. So she went from him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They were bringing the vessels to her and she poured. When the vessels were full, she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not one vessel more. And the oil stopped. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons can live on the rest. The Shunammite woman. Now there came a day when Elisha passed over to Shunam, where there was a prominent woman and she persuaded him to eat food. And so it was, as often as he passed by, he turned in there to eat food. She said to her husband, Behold, now I I perceive that this is a holy man of God passing by us continually. Please let us make a little walled-up chamber, and let us set a bed up there for him, and a table and a chair and a lampstand. And it shall be when he comes to us that he can turn in there. One day he came there and turned into the upper chamber and rested. Then he said to Gehazi, his servant called the Shunammite. And when he called her, she stood before him. He said to him, say now to her, behold, you have been careful for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Would you be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the army? And she answered, I live among my own people. So he said, what then is to be done for her? 
And Gehazi answered, Truly, she has no son, and her husband is old. He said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood in the doorway. Then he said, At this season next year you will embrace a son. And she said, No, my lord, O man of God, do not lie to your maidservant. The woman conceived and bore a son at that season the next year, as Elisha had said to her, the Shunammite son. When the child was grown, the day came that he went out to his father to the reapers. He said to his father, My head, my head. And he said to his servant, Carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat her on her lap until noon and then died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door behind him and went out. When she called to her husband and said, Please send me one of the servants and one of the donkeys, that I may run to the man of God and return. He said, Why will you go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It will be well. Then she saddled a donkey and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Do not slow down the pace for me unless I tell you. So she went and came to the man of God to Mount Carmel. When the man of God saw her at a distance, he said to Gehazi, his servant, Behold, there is the Shunammite. Please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. When she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught hold of his feet, and Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is troubled within her, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. Then she said, Did I ask for a son for my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, Gird up your loins and take my staff in your hand and go your way. If you meet any man, do not salute him, and if anyone salutes you, do not answer him, and lay my staff on the lad's face. The mother of the lad said, As the Lord lives and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. And he arose and followed her. Then Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff on the lad's face, but there was no sound or response. So he returned to meet him and told him, The lad has not awakened. When Elisha came into the house, behold, the lad was dead and laid on his bed. So he entered and shut the door behind him and both and prayed to the Lord. And he went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself on him and the flesh of the child became warm. Then he returned and walked in the house once back and forth and went up and stretched himself on him. And the lad sneezed seven times and the lad opened his eyes. He called Gehazi and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her and when she came into him, he said, take up your son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground. And she took up her son and went out. Luke seventeen twenty-eight through 37. It was the same as happened in the days of Lot. They were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, the one who is on the housetop and whose goods are in the house must not go down to take them out. And likewise, the one who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to keep his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There will be two women grinding at the same place. One will be taken and the other will be left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other will be left. And answering, they said to him, where, Lord? And he said to them, where the body is, there also the vultures will be gathered. The key to these scriptures is 
really just trust God, just to believe that God will provide. There was a need that the woman, the woman had and a debt because her husband had died. And the man of God, Elisha, just said, I mean, he listened to the father and then told her basically what he had heard. Go and get your oil, pour it into vessels. And then once they had no more jars, the oil was gone. But the oil was just continuously flowing until they ran out of vessels to put it in. And then, which that was not what she had in the original container. God continued to provide what was necessary to fill their need to cover not only their debt, but beyond that so that they could also live. And then the same thing in the, the, the next story with the Shunammite. It's trust God. He's going to provide. You didn't have a son. God's going to grant you a son. Your son dies. And God promised you would have a son. And that faith and trusting God and believing and knowing, he's going to give you what you need. And in that faith, the son came back to life. Same thing with, uh, as Jesus is talking to them about the second coming. He says, you know, there's some out there who are going to be continuing. The the actual line right before 28 and 27, it talks about just like in the days of Noah, the same thing in the time of the time of Sodom and Gomorrah with, with Lot. They were outside the ark. They were outside Sodom uh, just celebrating, but they're celebrating self. They're celebrating their own pride. They're celebrating their own selfishness. They're not trusting God. They're trusting themselves to be their own God. And they're just just swallowing in that. And they continued to do that all the way until the rain began. Then they realized their error. Same thing when the fire began to fall from the sky. Then they realized maybe we should have listened to the men of God. But you trust God. When he says, when when the people are taken up, one, there are two people lying in a bed, one will be taken up. There's two women grinding flour, one is going to be taken up. Two men out in the field, one is going to be, so 50% of them are going to be taken up. So what's the difference? Trust God. Put your faith in God, not in self, not in man. Put your faith in God. Trust him. Seek him. Pursue him. And all these things will be given to you. So we want the good end to our story. It's a simple strategy to get that. Put your faith in God. So Father, thank you for um, this the scriptures today and that you you trust us we haven't really done anything to deserve trust but you trust us with the fact that we can have a choice and if we choose poorly the consequence is ours but if we choose well the glory is in you so thank you that you give us a way to you help those who don't know to learn 
and to know how much you love them so they can choose wisely too. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.